Welcome everyone to the Power Half Hour. Every single week we interview a top agent in North America and today we have a returning guest, uh, Mr. Bill Naylor from Port Moody. Uh, this man is already retired after seven years of selling real estate. Now he's become a developer. Welcome back, Bill. Thank you for being Hi. here. Hi, John. Thanks for having me. Yes, absolutely. So we talked to you last time. We talked about production. We talked about um, you selling 150 homes in your third year, this and that. Now you've completely gotten out of production and retired as a licensee, and now you are a developer with the Layler Group. So tell us more about the Layler Group. Appreciate that, John. Um, for the past four years, we've been working on multifamily projects in Port Moody and Coquitlam. Um, this is highlighted by the, the most recent launch of Sitka House, which is 88-unit condo building off St. John Street. Uh, and we really were looking to fill a gap in the housing market where we wanted to bring smaller, adaptable studios that would be affordable to first-time home buyers. Awesome. Thank you for doing that for the community. Um, you know, I understand that Port Moody is really tough, and it's tough to be a developer in general. Uh, Bill, how, how have you dealt with that in the past little while? It's, it's been a big learning curve. Uh, we started this project four years ago and coming out of real estate sales, you're used to being in control of your own production, in control of your own schedule and moving into development, you're working with consultants who are very slow to respond or overworked or not enough available. And then with city processes that are slow uh, moving, ensuring that they take uh, community consultation into account and really just working at uh, the availability of those counselors and those council agendas. Wow, so you're really at the mercy of the council, the mercy of the city, and you can only do so much uh, as a developer yourself. So it really, it's, it doesn't sound as uh, fun to me, because I'm a salesperson, I'm in control, right? But <laughs> how have you given up the sales? Like, that's a, that's a big step. And for, for, you know, for the audience who are thinking about getting out of production and pursuing another career, how did you let go of sales? Yeah, it was, it was tough. It was really tough, especially the, the, the month that I released the license completely. It was um, mm. giving up a lot of security in my life, um, a lot of consistent um, business, and really putting that trust into other agents who are um, following through with servicing our clients and the same business model. So as, as scary as it was, it's also been rewarding. Um, two of the agents that worked with us last year, Channing and Lex, both were able to achieve almost $50 million in production each in their first year with us. And uh, we've seen them grow significantly. And it's, uh, been, it's been great to see the work that I put in um, benefit other agents here locally. That's amazing. So stepping out of production, but you are still servicing your past clients and centers of influence with the new agents that came on the team and they're now servicing them and were able to achieve $50 million in production each. A big congratulations. So although you've transitioned out, you do have help. Correct, yeah. Yeah, Correct. got it. So, and you know- Channing's recently moved over into EXP um, okay. with some of your team members and we're really looking forward to building out the Laidler Academy, which will be some of the basics of what I've done in my business um, that will be more available to anyone who's coming into the EXP system. Yes, sir. So, so tell us a little bit more about uh, uh, the Laidler Academy. What, how does that work? So Laidler Academy is going to be launching uh, in 2023. 
And the real purpose behind the Labeler Academy is to provide the community members and local realtors the basics of land development, um, rezoning applications, and land assemblies. Okay, so this is not just like a resale, like the Mike Ferry, you just call people, set appointments, sell homes. This is strictly about development, how to go about doing land assemblies, correct? Correct. Yeah, so land assemblies as either an agent or if you're an investor, uh, how to purchase land that may be redeveloped or purchased off you from a developer. Or if you're looking to get into some small scale or, or larger developers yourself, some of the um, some of the processes that you'll need to be successful. Completely different than what we do. So it kind of complements what uh, we provide in, in terms of our resale and script role play training. This is another level in development. So if you are interested in development process and how to become a developer or an agent who is uh, specializing in land assembly, this is what you want to plug yourself into. Great. Yes. So, to follow up on that, project, before you ask your next question, we are doing a private Q&A tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Okay. There is a registration link in my Instagram bios. Anyone who would like to come and ask questions about any of these topics, I'll be available to answer those. Awesome. So Q&A on uh, Layler Academy tomorrow at 8 a.m. Uh, link in the bio, guys. So let's talk about Sika House, your first one. First of all, congratulations. This is a big. And, you know, I, I, I actually don't personally know uh, anyone out of all my friends who were agents and became a developer and just cut off the cord just like that. So this is huge for you. Congratulations, first and foremost. How has the public uh, been receiving the project? You know, it's, it's been really, really rewarding. Uh, we made a commitment to City Council that we were going to release the project to Port Moody locals and workers before the regular public. And we started that process 10 days ago. Uh, in the last 10 days, out of the 88 units, we now have a significant number of them reserved. And we've seen a variety of different buyers, uh, first-time home buyers. We've seen students with the help of their parents. We've seen families who are looking to get a slightly larger home and then we've seen downsizers um, purchase some of the rooftop patio penthouse units so it's um yeah it's been really really rewarding it's been uh, nice to see the business plan that we put forward four years ago um, really prove itself out and uh, be a need that was uh, required desired in the community my goodness uh, what is this project this first project obviously it means a lot to port moody residents and you know, giving them options and actually giving them smaller units to be make it affordable. Uh, but this whole thing here, what does it mean to you and the Layler Group? Well, it, it means a lot. Um, it started as a concept that um, we found when, we, when I was a real estate agent. In, in my first year, I only was able to help one family um, or friend purchase real estate here locally. The rest of our friends from high school had to move east uh, and purchase in Pitt Meadows, Maple Ridge, or, or in the Fraser Valley that was difficult for them to afford um, property here locally. Uh, and that's what really sparked the idea of having these smaller adaptable units. And uh, we went through varying levels of support within the community, concerned about them being not livable or being them too, too small. Um, and we're really grateful that the current mayor and council um, got behind our last application and, and we were able to bring it to market. And then now seeing all these uh, younger generation or 20, 25 year olds being able to purchase their first home, get into the uh, real estate 
ladder and and, and uh, buy in Port Moody. It's been it's been really really great. That's great. You know, again, a big congratulations. Is it, it's huge, uh, Bill. Uh, so this is huge for you. Um, coming from a sales agent now to becoming a developer, um, why are you doing this? Well, it's uh, it just comes back to, to impact. When I first got into real estate, I wanted to find a way to help people and uh, and create some own financial stability within my life and was able to do that um, in a very meaningful way. Uh, but I did see that there were gaps in the housing market. For example, first-time home buyers here locally or seniors looking for care locally, there are some product types that the traditional developers aren't able to provide um, as easily or, or haven't been able to provide in the past. And that's really our goal at the Labor Group is to find those unique product offerings and, and bring them to market. That's awesome. Again, just filling the gap and you saw that opportunity. Obviously, it's to create an impact with the Layler Group, building homes, and also your sales team still exists today, uh, having an impact there as well. Um, I mean, at, at the end of the day, like, uh, what do you think the Layler Group can look like, let's say five to 10 years from now? Like, are you visualizing big high rises in Port Moody, or would you go all over the lower mainland? Well, it's uh, it's a good question, and we're working on that right now. Um, given that the development cycle is between three and four years for approvals, and then another two to three year build out, our five year plan is pretty much in motion with the projects that we have underway right now. Um, so we have a, a really unique continuum of care seniors housing concept coming up in Port Moody. Um, it allows seniors to purchase one of the condos and um, receive a la carte services as they need them and then move into a traditional full care rental and then a complex care on the ground floor where you have uh, full 24-7 care for um, dementia or complex needs. Um, this is a concept that we partnered with a group from Victoria. They have a building launched, uh, launching right now and uh, it really is something that's unique. The scene, we're having an aging population and there's uh, less seniors housing buildings than we're going to need so that's going to be one of our big next projects. That's awesome. Wow, so you, you've already planned out the next five years, it sounds like. For the most case, yeah. We have a few other um, sites that are in development right now, and they'll be launching. So we're really looking to grow those few sites. And further out from that, whether we get into high-rise development or anything uh, larger master plan, we'll just see how, we'll see how this grows. Um, the most important thing for, for me is to make sure that we bring something unique and that benefits not only the future residents that are coming into those buildings, but the community as a whole. That's great. Uh, thank you for your contribution. And I think Port Moody uh, badly needs it right now uh, to have someone build these uh, units for them to create more housing. Bill, did you always see yourself as a developer and, you know, therefore getting in sales, getting, you know, to be a top producer, it was all to make money than to invest in becoming a developer? I wish I could say yes, but unfortunately not. Um, oh. Really, it was, it's pretty surprising. When I first got into real estate, I didn't even know what commercial real estate was. I didn't know that there were commercial real estate companies. I didn't know that land assemblies existed or really the economics behind real estate development. We just got in and followed the Mike Ferry system, was working on growing our listing database or our listing inventory and helping people on a day-to-day -day basis. And uh, I was fortunate 
to stumble across uh, a few really meaningful people in my life that were able to teach me about land development and land assembly and uh, put me on this path. Uh, and we just grabbed a hold of it and ran with it. Interesting. So you never thought of yourself as a developer until you got exposed to land assembly, got exposed to multifamily, correct? Correct. Yeah. We were just door knocking. And actually, I, I door knocked um, the former mayor of Port Moody, Mike Clay's house. Um, and he was uh, became a great client. And uh, through conversations with him, he taught me more and more about the development process and where development happened within the city um, and was able to take some of those opportunities to some local developers who helped um, educate me further on how um, pricing worked for land and, and how they could go about working with the owners to develop uh, those sites. Oh my goodness. So it happened by chance. You knocked on a, the mayor's door. So guys, your life can change based on your exposure to different things and different people. And your original plan was just to become a great agent, a great listing agent. And all of a sudden he gets exposed to land assembly, gets exposed to um, commercial real estate, multifamily, and now he's a developer. So guys, don't be attached to how your life can work out, but it's working out pretty well for you right now, Bill. Yeah, it's, it's been great, but like, I want to emphasize it hasn't always been great. Like there's been a lot of learning curves in this path towards being a developer. Um, purchasing land where I wasn't getting the right support with uh, consultants or partners trying to do everything myself and I really learned that finding the right partnership groups and the right consultants is what is going to differentiate you from being successful or not successful so we're really grateful to have uh, Dulux Construction or the Dulux Group to be working with us um, and they really guide the construction side where we can help bring the vision for um, the design of the units and, and the location. Guys, you can't do it alone. If you want to go fast, you go alone. But if you want to go far, you go with a team. So definitely seek out uh, partners. Whatever you're doing, you, you need to have support. Bill, are you not afraid of failure at all? Well, I, I yeah, we're definitely afraid of failure. Like There are those moments where... You got to be looking at your business plan and looking at the process forward and, and making sure that you're doing all the due diligence and that you can to ensure that you're going to be successful. So um, I am cognizant of it. Um, and, and especially when we're going into the development industry, you have a lot of people relying on you. So you want to be fairly conservative with the bets that you make so that you can fulfill your promises. Um, but uh, failure, it, it does happen from time to time. And it's just about making sure that you find ways to keep the project moving forward. But it doesn't look like you're like very emotional at all, you know, through this. You've told me, obviously, there's, there's you know, projects where you didn't make money and then, you know, it, it's like, okay, we're stuck here. And then, but you just plow through it. How are you able to keep your emotions between the lines so well? That's a good question. Um, well, I, surrounding yourself around with the right people like yourself have positive mindsets that are doing big things in their careers is helpful um, having that group of people and that support network um, and then also just uh, dreaming big like just looking at what um, is possible in this world and what other people have done in this world and and I feel like I'm just scratching the surface in terms of being able to accomplish uh, big things there's a huge amount of uh, huge amount of way for me to go before I'm really going to be uh, where I feel like I've done something really big and meaningful well you've already done something big and meaningful um 
it's it's already amazing to see your journey because we met uh, 2014 and you were just starting out in real estate and here you are eight years later a developer so uh, again that's uh, that's already something big and I can only see bigger things for you uh, as we go but Bill like how would you advise uh, people uh, who want to get into development what, what is the one biggest piece of advice that you would have for someone like that uh, if you want to get in development, the biggest piece of value that you can provide is finding the site, finding the right opportunity. Um, so for agents who are out there door knocking or who are canvassing neighborhoods, if you start learning about the official community plans within the city, where the city is prioritizing development, and then start finding opportunities, once you have an in with a piece of land that can be redeveloped, then you can take that to larger developers or other community partners and uh, and you can be you can join the process from there um, just by bringing that one piece of value Wow so really going out there knowing the market knowing the product right but how did you get all this money to, 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 to do this well real estate commissions did help significantly but, um, it doesn't have to be a significant amount of money. It doesn't cost anything to door knock. It doesn't cost anything to find, talk to people. So if, again, if you're able to find the right pieces of property where you have somebody who's willing to sell or willing to sell to a developer um, and you can help be the middleman to bring that to a development company, then you can be involved in the development process. And some of these um, pieces of advice is what's going to be in the Laidler Academy. So if you do want to learn more about it, either join that Q&A tomorrow or start to follow me and we're going to start publishing um, how you can get that information. My goodness. So um, that's massive value, uh, Bill. What's the intention and purpose of the Laidler Academy to, to help develop uh, aspiring developers? Uh, there's really there's two main reasons why we want to um, grow the Laidler Academy. Number one is just passing it on. Um, there were some people in my life who I wouldn't be where I was if they didn't take the time to teach me what they taught me. And uh, I get a lot of fulfillment from being able to pass that on to other either realtors or general community members. Um, so one is that piece. And, the, and then the second piece is that development community sometimes has a tough reputation about being profit driven, uh, not caring about the local community. So yeah. the way that we see it is the more people who understand the development process, the risks and benefits of being in the development industry, then the more collaborative we can have the approval processes be where uh, residents understand where developers are coming from, the councils and staff can understand our perspective as well. And then we can be more engaged with uh, the community members perspectives uh, in a more collaborative way. Wow. Okay. So really it's paying it forward and to get awareness around what we do, uh, what, sorry, what you guys do as developers. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good topic though. Cause I, I hear a lot. I'm not saying everybody says this, but Ooh, those greedy developers. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that comment? Well, there, there's, there, there's no question. There is profits in development. Right? Right. Like, the developers are businesses and, and we, are in the business to be successful and, and to turn a profit for our investors. Um, but profit is all risk and return, right? Like the profit is based on how much risk you're, you're able to take. And um, there currently is a significant amount of risk within the development industry. You have your approval risk, 
we have interest rate risk, we have uh, buyer demand or pricing risk. So the current profits are proportional to the amount of risk that we're taking. Now, it could be off balance right now, um, but the more that we can reduce some of the risk, like the approval risk, then the less profits the developers will need to take and, and it'll create more supply or better options uh, for product within the community. Makes sense, makes sense. And, and how, how do you make decisions based on risk? How, how do you assess risk? Well, there's, like I said, there's a few few different levels of risks. So uh, the first risk is just purchasing the land, right? Purchasing land, getting your financing and ensuring that you can cover that interest expense until your approval piece. So that is the most, um, one of the more important pieces of risk that you have to evaluate. Um, and that's all about uh, knowing the council, knowing the community needs, um, speaking with city staff and, and just ensuring that if you purchase a piece of land that you're going to have a pathway to approval. How much research do you do, uh, Bill, you know, based on all this uh, to pull the trigger on something? Um, there's a decent amount of research that goes into it once you secure a piece of land. We'll have a, a, anywhere from 90 days to, to a year and a half of, of conditional period. But the most amount of research that I have done and the most important thing that I have done as a newer developer is to attend the city hall council meetings. Mm. So here in Port Moody, every Tuesday council meetings start at seven o'clock and that's where the councillors discuss all the other development projects. And by listening to the feedback that other projects are getting, we're able to work in that, uh, those desires from the council members into our projects to ensure when we get in front of council that we're bringing something that uh, has the highest likelihood of support. Wow. So really going out there, you just put in the work. <laughs> no different than us selling real estate. You just put in the work daily. And, and as a developer, you attend those meetings. As a developer, you read the numbers. As a developer, you, you go and get your permits. You do the work. It's just the same thing. It's like an equation, right? You're just following equation A plus B equals C. And you do these things and you get the developer property. But it's, it's, it's so hard, Bill. How are you able to do such hard things in your life and move so fast? I want to know. You know what? I wish I could tell you, John. Uh, I'm obviously very self-critical and I always push myself to be better, but uh, I appreciate your support and I do acknowledge that it's been pretty special to, to bring this uh, first 88 unit complex to market and especially the way that the local community received it. Um, it has been, yeah, I'm very grateful for for everything that I, I've received so far. Yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for all that you do. Again, you uh, really inspired me and uh, you know, you're just an absolute machine at what you do. Uh, Bill, any last insight for the audience uh, with regards to success in general and also uh, Sitka House? Um, for Sitka House, we are having a VIP realtor event tomorrow from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. So if anyone uh, wants to attend, that's located uh, in Port Moody, send me a message for the location. Um, and then anybody who's out there um, that's looking to do big things and maybe feel like you aren't where you want to be, um, I've been there too. Like, there's been those nights where I've wanted to quit as a real estate agent. There's been those days where I've wanted to go down to the U.S. and start investing in real estate in the U.S. That just keep your... Keep your why in mind. Keep uh, keep the reason why you're showing up every day at the front of uh, the decisions that you make, and, and just keep moving forward. 
keep your why in mind, guys. The why power, you know, in what you do. That's all that matters. The how doesn't matter. The why matters. Uh, Bill, that one last question for you. Do you still mentor uh, real estate agents, and are you looking to uh, expand your team, the real estate uh, sales team? We are currently not taking any realtors for the Laidler group um, specifically. Uh, Channing, my fiance, has joined EXP, and she will be running training for anybody who does want to learn from what I've done. Um, so the best way to be involved would be to reach out to Channing um, and uh, see about uh, joining her EXP group. Awesome. So you are offering mentorship, but not with the Layler group. Uh, it's with Channing at EXP Realty, and you, you will be mentoring agents through that. Correct. Yeah, I'll be hosting some webinars and some question and answers with Channing, and we'll be putting together uh, some real estate development basics and real estate sales basics that uh, uh, people get involved in. Awesome. Very inspiring, Bill. Um, ever since I've known you, like you're, you're a few, few years younger than me, but I've always been inspired by what you do. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for today. Uh, one last piece of wisdom for us to go and make 2023 the best year possible. Um, just get to work. Follow your set a schedule for 2023 and, and uh, follow it. That's, that's my piece of advice. It's so simple, guys. Just get your ass to work. Bill, thank you for today. We'll see you soon, man. All thank the you, best. Man. Congratulations. Appreciate it.